Welcome to The New Yorker for September 29, 2014. There are five articles this week. In the talk of the town, Anthony Lane writes about a rather challenging performance. Next, Dexter Filkins reports from Iraq on the battle between ISIS and the Kurds. Then Jeffrey Tubin writes about the Internet and the right to be forgotten. And finally, in the current cinema, David Denby reviews the British film Pride and the Australian drama Tracks. But first, it's this week's comment. In Beleaguered League, Ben McGrath writes about the NFL's tumultuous month. For several years now, sports fans of a certain cast of mind have been declaring their intention to quit watching professional football on moral grounds. What cast of mind is this? A rare or perhaps hypocritical one, to judge by the numbers, which show ever higher TV ratings for the NFL, in spite of the drumbeat of grim news from neurological labs, trainers' tables, and police blotters. Evidently, unease has emboldened only those whose allegiance to the gridiron was notional in the first place. Either that, or all the discussion of modern-day gladiators has produced a rubbernecking effect in which we keep tuning in to see if the decline of the nation's most popular form of entertainment is finally upon us. It is not. Yet. The trouble with football-related brain injury is one of abstraction. The real damage is separated by years from the jarring but thrilling impact that we watch in real time, and even then it's a game of odds. Nearly 30% of players, by the league's recent admission, will suffer from accelerated cognitive impairment. Yet according to the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, NFL veterans still live longer, on average, than the general population. They are wealthier, for one thing, and in some senses healthier, less prone to respiratory and digestive diseases, less likely to commit suicide, even. Those retired linebackers who report difficulty remembering why they've left one room for another will often say on camera that they have few regrets. Meanwhile, the men in uniform, on the winning team at least, seem so transparently to enjoy their Sunday afternoons at the line of scrimmage. This provides cover enough for a diagnosis of guilty pleasure. Sugar is bad, too, but Halloween is coming. There was, on the other hand, nothing abstract about the recently released video of the Baltimore Ravens running back Ray Rice knocking out his fiancée, Janae Palmer, in a casino elevator last February. The fact that they have since married changes nothing about the appalling act of violence or the gut sense that there ought to be no room in public life for a man who carries out such an act and no pleasure derived from watching him put such strength.